The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Thank you for joining this podcast. The first reading today is taken from the book of 2 Kings chapter 5 verse 1 to 3 and verse 7 to 15. Now Naaman was commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Now bands from Aram had gone out and had taken captive a young girl from Israel, and she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. As soon as the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his robes and said, Am I God? Can I kill and bring back to life? Why does this fellow send someone to me to be cured of his leprosy? See how he is trying to pick a quarrel with me? When Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his robes, he sent him this message. Why have you torn your robes? Have the man come to me, and he will know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a messenger to say to him, Go, wash yourself seven times in the Jordan, and your flesh will be restored, and you will be cleansed. But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand, and call on the name of the Lord his God, wave his hand over the spot, and cure me of my leprosy. Are not Abana and Farpar the rivers of Damascus better than any of the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be cleansed? So he turned and went off in a rage. Naaman's servants went to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do some great thing, would you not have done it? How much more then when he tells you, Wash and be cleansed? So he went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times, as the man of God had told him, and his flesh was restored and became clean like that of a young boy. Then Naaman and all his attendants went back to the man of God. He stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the world except in Israel. Please accept now a gift from your servant. The second reading today is taken from the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 17, verse 11 to 19. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, 
Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go, your faith has made you well. Join me as I pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you today for yet another opportunity to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord, I ask that you will bless and anoint the sound of my voice, that the hearers of this podcast, O oh God, will be blessed. And Father, in the end, we will all come to that place of becoming authentic in our act of thanksgiving. All of this I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and soon coming King. Amen. The title of this podcast is The Authentic Act of Thanksgiving to God. The Authentic Act of Thanksgiving to God. Today, we have two main readings on the subject of leper, their miraculous healings, and the act of authentic thanksgiving. But first, according to the World Health Organization, leprosy, which is also known as Hansen's disease, is a chronic infectious disease cursed by Mycobacterium leprae. The disease mainly affects the skin, the peripheral nerves, mucosal surface of the upper respiratory tract, and the eyes. Leprosy is known to occur at all ages, ranging from early infancy to very old age. Leprosy is now curable and early treatment averts most disabilities. The exact mechanism of transmission of leprosy is still unknown. Until recently, the most widely held belief was that the disease was transmitted by contact between cases of leprosy and healthy persons. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, this lengthy explanation of what leprosy is, is important to the background of what we're talking about, leprosy. In the Bible times, people who had leprosy or other visible blemish were extricated from families friends and community because they were considered religiously unclean and therefore should be avoided at all cost and this psychological pain exasperates the physical torment they already endure in second king chapter 5 where we read earlier is a story that 
many by now are familiar with. It is a story of Naaman, a legendary army officer or commander of the king of Aram, present Syria. The Bible tells us that he was a champion who won all his battles and thus was in favor with the king. Despite all these accolades, the one battle Naaman was unable to win was the battle over his own health. Commander Naaman was a leper. His leprosy was so pronounced that he hardly ever shakes hands with people. It was a sorry state and an undignified place to be for his personality. In fact, he was powerless when it comes to his body. But in the center of these insurmountable problems, there is a beacon of hope in the form of a trophy from his latest raid, a young Israelite girl who by now serves as a house help within Naaman's household, happened to be this trophy. This unnamed servant tells her mistress that her master could get healed of his disease in Israel through the prophet of God. Naaman welcomed these suggestions, followed all necessary diplomatic protocols, arrived in Israel, paid due courtesy to the king of Israel, and the king sent him on to the prophet Elisha, who in turn instructed him to go and dip himself seven times in the river Jordan. But for a man that is so used to ordering other people find this style of healing condescending and therefore was not impressed at all. After much pressure, he obeyed and was instantly rewarded with skin of a young boy. Naaman, however, was very appreciative of the gift of the healing that he openly acknowledges the God of Israel. The scripture says this, Then Naaman and all his attendant went back to the man of God. He stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the world except in Israel. So please accept a gift from your servant. Wow. Look at this. Naaman is now the servant of the servant of the Lord. Wonderful. When a thoughtful individual encounters the miraculous, the height of the excitement experienced is always overpowering. This was the case with this foreign commander. Please hold your thoughts here as we will return back to the issue of appreciation. As a commander of an army, Naaman has the ability to anticipate what would happen in a given situation. He commands others to carry out his orders, but now he finds himself at the receiving end of a mere prophet in spite pomp surrounding him. His personal guards, his servants, and visible loads of gifts to be given in exchange for a miracle of healing. 
You see, our God does not accept inducement for his gift is free. In that while we were still in sin, Christ Jesus died for us. The Bible puts it succinctly in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not works, lest any man should boast. So you see, with all the gift that Naaman has brought with him, means nothing when it comes to the gift that God can give to his people. Now, listen my friends, you need to understand at this point that whatever that is the circumstances, your money cannot buy you salvation. It cannot buy you favor from God because God himself is the giver. God is the creator, the master of the universe. Therefore, there's nothing that we even have that is not giving to us. The servant of God, Elisha, was not impressed with all of this display of gift and pageantry. No, he wasn't because he knows whom he believed in. He knows whom he has trusted. If you're listening to this podcast today, I want to encourage you that whatever that it is that you're going through, as some may have told you that you need to give something, you need to sow a seed to be able to receive or to attract God's favor my friend you can see clearly here that god is not interested in the substance of your hand all he wants is for you to trust all that is required is obedience to his precepts this is numa podcast with the reverend michelangeli oguche god bless you keep listening Brothers and sisters, our key New Testament text also brings in another dimension to this story. However, this time it was not one leper that was healed, but ten. These lepers understood what their place in society was. They knew they have to stay separate from the rest of the people. But they also knew when and who to cry out to that could heal them. They knew that Jesus Christ was that answer. As he is the answer today in this world. Jesus is still answering people. Jesus Christ is still the answer to all the problems. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We can do well by putting our trust in him. We must understand that without problem, there can be no solution. You and I can put our trust in Jesus Christ today because he remains the authentic answer to all of our problems. So these lepers cried out to Jesus Christ. Jesus, they said, Master, have pity on us. You find this in Luke chapter 17 verse 11. Jesus Christ saw them. 
Jesus Christ listened to their cry. He did not even promise to heal them. But he, in principle, he told them to go and show themselves to the priest. The priest would validate their claims and decide if they were to be welcomed back into society. For some reason, the lepers took Jesus Christ at his words. They trusted that he would heal them, which was why they asked no question and there was no drama because they placed their trust in Jesus Christ that he will heal them. Friends, I invite you today, if you are a believer, to consolidate your trust in Jesus Christ. And if you have not met him yet, I invite you to, to come and trust in Jesus Christ. For he can be trusted. For he has been tested. And he died for you on the cross of Calvary. These lepers placed their trust in Jesus Christ. As soon as they started going, something happened. As soon as they started obeying, something happened. As soon as they started to trust, something happened. Cleansing had taken place in their lives. We are not told how this happened. Neither do we know how much distance between where they met with Jesus Christ and where they were supposed to meet the priest. Nor the length of time as these mitigating factors could have informed the reason why the nine ex-lepers did not bother with returning to give thanks. It is also possible that their destination may have been nearer than the place of their embarkation. Irrespective of this speculation, one ex-leper, the foreigner, considered returning to Jesus Christ so as to give thanksgiving a higher priority than anything else. The free gift of healing was most important to him. Notice the reaction of Jesus Christ in verse number 17 to 18. Jesus said, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except these foreigner? It is worth remembering, brothers and sisters, that Jesus Christ never requested of them to return to him. To give thanks. I believe it is natural to be appreciative. And also it seems that this returnee thanksgiver of Samaritan did not exaggerate his sense of entitlement like his Israelite counterparts. In the end, it seems that he received a complete victory over his leprosy because Jesus said to him in verse 19, Rise and go, your faith has made you well. There are a lot of lessons we can learn from this message. We can learn about the cancer of sin that is like leprosy. It is chronic and infectious. 
it affects our character and our inner man such that it distorts our worldview and it has no respect of age, class, creed, nationality, race, and pigmentation. Sin is destructive. Sin can be transmitted from those who choose it as a lifestyle to those who do not. And this is why the scripture explicitly says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 33, Be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manner. We must ask ourselves some pertinent questions about giving thanks to God and attributing our liberties and providence to the Creator. The scripture says this in 1 Chronicles chapter 29 verse 12. Wealth and glory comes from you, and you rule over them all. In your hand is power and strength, and you use them to make great and strengthen everyone. My friends, this tells us that whatever you have, it's not because you are entitled to it, but it's just the grace of God. It's just the love of God towards his creation. That's why you have these things. Power and wealth all belong to God. We must never exercise the sense of entitlement in this world because God can choose to seize our breath today, but no, he give it freely to us. We do not even deserve these things sometimes, but still he gives to us. So I ask you now, brothers and sisters, when was the last time you were thankful for the little things in your life? Such as families, friends, roof over your head. This is because there are people in this world that do not have any of these things mentioned above. Sometimes we want to be thankful, but we are too busy. We have things to do, like the nine lepers who did not return to say thank you. We have got to go to the priest to be validated, they said, so that we can get on with other important things of this life. Therefore, we can't find time to return to Jesus Christ for thanksgiving. Yes, it is important to get to the priest. Yes, it is also important to be validated, to be accepted back into society, to be seen as one of society. But remember, my friends, you were just another leper cleansed by grace of God. Remember, my brothers and sisters, that once upon a time you lived in sin, but the grace of God found you. Remember that once upon a time you were nobody, but the grace of God found you. But now you feel you are too busy to give thanks to God. My dear brothers and sisters, we must not allow anything to come ahead of our relationship with God. As people of God, we are expected to know better that thanking God is a priority in our lives. How often do we stop and offer God a few words of thanks in the morning before a normal meal during the week? Do we only remember God when we are in difficulties? and trials in our lives 
Learning more about God through studying His Word is in principle an act of thanksgiving for giving us His Word to guide us in this world. As I bring this podcast to a close, I want to bring to your attention that the fact that Jesus Christ died for us is enough reason to want to give thanks to God. Brothers and sisters, we have so much to be thankful for, regardless of our present circumstances. Naaman, the army commander, recognized the importance of thanksgiving and returned back from the river Jordan to show his gratitude to God's man and God for healing him, for restoring his dignity. The foreign ex-leper also returned to Jesus Christ to give thanks to God for restoring him back to normal society. We too must continue in the act of thanksgiving so that God may be glorified and others will come to his knowledge. The lives of our two principal characters in this story aptly demonstrates authentic act of thanksgiving to God and the fact that they were foreigners in their spaces makes the story more interesting and a model for us believers to emulate today. Let us pray. Father God, thank you once again for as many that has listened to the sound of my voice through this podcast. I pray God that we will all come to that place with a sense of authentic thanksgiving to you God for the little things, for the great things that you have done and you're still doing and you're going to do in our lives. Father God Almighty, I pray today for as many that may be struggling to give you thanks that they will see the bigger picture and learn from these stories, oh God, of Naaman and also this one foreign leper to be able to give you thanks. And all of this, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We thank thee each morning for a newborn day where we may work the fields of new mown hay. We thank thee for the sunshine and the air that we breathe, O Lord. Thank Thee, thank Thee for the rivers that run all day, thank Thee for the little birds that sing along the way, thank Thee for the trees and the deep blue sea, oh Lord, we thank Thee, oh yes, we thank Thee, Lord, Every flower that blooms, birds that sing, fish that swim, and the light of the moon. We thank Thee every day as we kneel and pray that we were born with eyes to see these things. Thank Thee for the fields 
where the clover is grown. Thank thee for the pastures where cattle may roam. Thank thee for thy love so pure and free, O Lord. We thank thee. Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.